Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. How Little John Lived at the Sheriff's Part 6 So the party all rode forward, and Little John led them downward into the forest. Now, good master, quoth he at last, we are nigh where I saw this herd. Then the sheriff descended from his horse and bade them wait for him until he should return, and Little John led him forward through a close copse until suddenly they came to a great open glade, at the end of which Robin Hood sat beneath the shade of the great oak tree, with his merry men all about him. See, good master sheriff, quoth Little John, yonder is the heart of which I spake to thee. At this the sheriff turned to Little John and said bitterly, Long ago I thought I remembered thy face, but now I know thee. Woe betide thee, Little John, for thou hast betrayed me this day. In the meantime, Robin Hood had come to them. Now welcome, Master Sheriff, said he. Hast thou come today to take another feast with me? Nay, heaven forbid, said the sheriff in tones of deep earnest. I care for no feast and have no hunger today. Nevertheless, quoth Robin, if thou hast no hunger, maybe thou hast thirst. And well I know thou wilt take a cup of sack with me. But I am grieved that thou wilt not feast with me, for thou couldst have victuals to thy liking, for there stands thy cook. Then he led the sheriff willy-nilly to the seat he knew so well beneath the greenwood tree. Ho, lads, cried Robin, fill our good friend the sheriff a right brimming cup of sack, and fetch it hither, for he is faint and weary. Then one of the band brought the sheriff a cup of sack, bowing low as he handed it to him. But the sheriff could not touch the wine, for he saw it served in one of his own silver flagons, on one of his own silver plates. How now, quoth Robin, dost thou not like our new silver service? We have gotten a bag of it this day. So saying, he held up the sack of silver, that little John and the cook had brought with them. Then the sheriff's heart was bitter within him, but, not daring to say anything, he only gazed upon the ground. Robin looked keenly at him for a time, before he spoke again. Then he said, Now, Master Sheriff, the last time thou camest to Sherwood Forest, thou didst come seeking to despoil a poor spendthrift and thou wert despoiled thine own self. But now thou comest seeking to do no harm, nor do I know that thou hast despoiled any man. I take my tithes from fat priests and lordly squires to help those that they despoil and to raise up those that they bow down. But I know not that thou hast tenets of thine own whom thou hast wronged in any way. Therefore take thou thine own again, 
nor will I dispossess thee today of so much as one farthing. Come with me, and I will lead thee from the forest back to thine own party again. Then, slinging the bag upon his shoulder, he turned away, the sheriff following him, all too perplexed in mind to speak. So they went forward until they came to within a furlong of the spot where the sheriff's companions were waiting for him. Then Robin Hood gave the sack of silver back to the sheriff. Take thou thine own again, he said, and hearken to me, good sheriff. Take thou a piece of advice with it. Try thy servants well, ere they dost engage them again so readily. Then, turning, he left the other standing bewildered, with the sack in his hands. The company that waited for the sheriff were all amazed to see him come out of the forest bearing a heavy sack upon his shoulders. But though they questioned him, he answered never a word, acting like one who walks in a dream. Without a word, he placed the bag across his nag's back, and then mounting, rode away, all following him. But all the time there was a great turmoil of thoughts within his head, tumbling one over the other. And thus ends the merry tale of Little John and how he entered the sheriff's service. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.